Welcome to episode 8 of the Brains Report Podcast. It's a beautiful day here in Lansing, Michigan. I'm your host, James Brains, and I'm just getting ready for the weekend. Um, It's been a busy week. I did some traveling for for business. I got to play with power tools, and um, we're going to be talking about... uh, a special uh, home improvement uh, tool, um, a, a way to improve your home, uh, make it kind of smarter. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to take a closer look at the Lockley Secure Pro Smart Lock. We talked to Lee Gehring, the Vice President of Sales at Lockley. We get into how Lockley is more secure than your average Smart Lock what to do if your smart lock's battery dies, and how Lockley's technology could take over the world. After the interview, I'll give you my review of the Lockley Secure Plus Latch and the Lockley Link add-on. So now that you know what to expect and there won't be any surprises, here's our interview with Lee Gehring. Welcome to the Brains Report Podcast. Today we're talking to Lee Gehring, the Vice President of Sales for Lockley, a company that specializes in smart locks. And smart locks just so happen to be the theme of today's show. Lee, welcome to the show. Thanks, James. Appreciate it. So we'll we'll get started here with one of my favorite questions, uh, not specifically about smart locks, but I like to ask guests if they use the product that they promote. So do you have a smart lock on any of the doors of your home? Uh, yes, good, good question. Uh, I uh, use it both, uh, use Lockley both on my front door and uh, back door uh, currently, and it's been uh, great. Awesome. And uh, what's the passcode? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's highly encrypted. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so when I was preparing for this interview, I reached out to followers for questions, and it became very clear to me that not everyone knows what a smart lock is. Could you kind of describe what a smart lock does? Yeah, sure. So basically, uh, in basic terms, uh, a smart lock is really a advanced version of a regular lock. Um, and a lot of it comes across in terms of like adding additional features and benefits, uh, you know, that are in the smart, uh, smart sort of realm. Um, overall, the functionality, it, it kind of ranges based on the, you know, the brand or the product. Uh, but really all smart locks, uh, they have an increased level of security and really monitoring. Uh, so that's that's really uh, a great part of it where you can really, you know, do things like remote access. You can kind of know who's coming and going. Uh, you can assign, uh, you know, kind of uh, codes as well. So it's really uh, takes your lock to the next level. Awesome. And uh, who would you recommend smart locks to? Who could most benefit from having a smart lock on their home or property? Yeah, it's a good question. I'd say... Uh, you know, it really, it's it's every everyone uh, as a consumer or a you know a homeowner is I think a good a good candidate. Um, a lot of it's around convenience and really safety and security. Um, but let, like some of the the channels that we uh, we do really well with is uh, uh, like rental properties like like Airbnb. Uh, that's a fabulous option for a smart lock because that way uh, instead of kind of handing out old fashioned manual keys, you can give you know digital codes for people to uh, to use as, as they're renting. 
Uh, but even families, you know, like say like uh, uh, families with kids, uh, having kind of multiple keys, keys get lost. All of a sudden, all your doors are at risk. Um, I think families are, are great as well because you've got, you know, multiple people. You know, some of our, our Lockheed products have uh, fingerprint options as well, so it's super easy to use. And that way, it, really every person in your family has easy, fast, secure access versus uh, an old-fashioned key. Yeah, you you mentioned uh, Airbnb. I've I've done it both ways, uh, both with and without a smart lock. And without the smart lock, it is a pain because I felt like I had to. I usually we would like stay up, or or someone else would have the key to hand off to the guest, and it's a real pain in the tuchus. And um, yeah, it's smart lock is a a good good way to reinvest that airbnb money <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah and even beyond that too james it's like um you know if you're not in that space or if you're not a you know a, a, a renter um or if you own, own that property uh, even a normal you know apartment or normal again homeowner let's say if you have a cleaning person come by or you have uh maybe it's a contractor come by to uh you know kind of check on your furnace uh you know in the old days you'd have to be there and let them in but now you've got you know secure access where you can let them in remotely as well so um Really, really, I think that's why uh, you know smart home and smart locks in general have been uh, such a, a a big growth you know category across the market. Yeah, I'd say also a um, pet sitter. I, I have a friend who um, I actually did what we call a dad prank, and I installed a smart lock on his door when he was on vacation because his way of letting people pet sitters come in was to pick his lock. Um, and it's like, let's just do a code. Let's let's make your house a little more secure because he's been robbed a few times. <laughs> and um, yeah, he was grateful. And um, but yeah, there's a lot a lot of ways it can help. Um, let Let's get into some questions about Lockley specifically. Uh, before we actually talk about Lockley, let's get into your background. How how what actually what did you do before Lockley? Yeah, sure. So I, I've been in the uh, the retail sector for uh, a lot of years, uh, and a lot of those years were more on the buying side, where I was uh, on the you know ran the buying teams for Best Buy and Target for different categories. Uh, so and then throughout that as well, I've been involved with uh, a lot of great startups and uh, kind of new launches in the U.S. market. So generally speaking, it's always been in the uh, kind of the U.S. retail uh, market side. Okay, and so what brought you to Lockley then? You know, I think uh, honestly, a lot of it has to do with uh, really our, our our team and our CEO. Uh, I, I like to work with really passionate uh, people and a strong team. And then on top of that, the product is is really just super cool, and there's a ton of uh, innovative features. Uh, so really, there's a lot of you know great momentum uh, that that Lockley has to uh, you know uh, really grow in this uh, this hot marketplace. So for me, it's about uh, great team and uh, great product. Okay, and uh, have you been with Lockley from the beginning? Uh, yes, uh, we launched last year, roughly uh, almost a year ago, and uh, I was uh, yeah here from day one. So, okay, and um, so what what markets does Lockley serve? Right now, we're we're uh, kind of midstream launching in uh, retail. We're already uh, live on a variety of uh, kind of e-commerce uh, sites, and then we have uh, some. Uh, uh, br- brick and mortar stores, as we call it, uh, launching here this spring. Um, so that's kind of more on the retail consumer side. Uh, we, we also are quite involved in kind of more the commercial side, uh, more for uh, apartment buildings and um, kind of large multifamily uh, dwellings as well. So we, we do do both uh, 
uh, really consumer product and then uh, commercial grade product as well. Okay, and do you happen to know uh, the brick and mortar places where it will be available? Uh, I actually am not at liberty to say yet, but uh, oh, okay. I would I would say it as uh, some large uh, home center type uh, places are will be there soon. Okay, if um, that's big enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can think of two big ones. Uh, <laughs> um, were you a fan of smart locks before you came to Lockley? You know, oddly, no. Uh, like I have, uh, as you can imagine, being a uh, you know buyer at Best Buy and electronics my whole career, I have a lot of other smart home products already. Um, you know, smart thermostats, smart lights, um, you know, voice assistants. But oddly enough, uh, until Lockley, I really wasn't a fan. Um, I just really didn't see the need uh, for it with the earlier smart locks that were out. Um, I think a lot of it is there's some you know good brands and good items, but the features they had initially kind of early on um we're really just sort of a an app to like a regular lock and that really didn't solve anything for me from a consumer standpoint Uh, because at that time most didn't really have wi-fi or fingerprint or integration with alexa or google for example um but but now with lock all those are you know uh, uh, really core features moving forward so for me it's uh now the the need is is obvious uh uh, because all those features are uh kind of new from where the initial locks were yeah, it seems like the space has really exploded in the last year or two. I remember um, I was supposed to write a guide about smart locks for uh, Business Insider. I think it was probably about a year and a half ago. And uh, I was looking at what smart locks were out there. And there were only like two or three brands really out there. And a lot of mixed reviews and I just didn't feel comfortable writing a guide to like the top five because I didn't feel like there were really five outstanding ones to recommend. Um, it, but it seems like it's come quite a ways in the past couple of years. Um, what, what would you say sets Lockley apart from the other brands? Sure. Well, uh, we're actually, uh, our, uh, you know, parent company, we've been around for about 23 years and we, we do a lot in the the security space for um, a lot of uh, production and other even other brands actually but so with that we, we've analyzed the smart lock industry for uh, a, a lot of time you know many years and uh, really what, what happened is um, we, we wanted to launch Lockley really due to the, the lack of other true innovation that we saw in the marketplace and also to um, a lot a lot of what we stand for is really uh, uh, privacy as well because a lot of our features really focus on privacy which is such a big a big deal these days but um, yeah re- really kind of in summary uh, a lot of it is uh, just focusing on, on gaps that the market had. Uh, another example of that, too, is other locks were really focused on deadbolt, uh, you know, sort of locks. Um, but we uh, certainly have that, but we also launched uh, a latch version as well. That's great for, uh, you know, kind of interior doors or uh, even exterior doors as well. So, again, a lot of it's around kind of filling gaps in the marketplace. Yeah, I actually have the latch version, which is great because we have a uh old house that doesn't have uh, a deadbolt on it already uh, has a lot of doors that don't have a deadbolt on them already so it's easier to just put the latch in um, but I've since learned how to create a deadbolt hole which um, before was uh, punting beyond my coverage as far as uh, handymanship goes um, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's good, and, and that's a that's a common thing. You know, some people have a custom door or, or just a situation that they 
want to just use the current you know lever or latch you know replacement but um but that's that's you know again a good good uh, option for customers so they can really go you know go either way um so a lot of it too, I wanted to, to mention too is uh, a lot of focus too with why we launched. Kind of back to your first question, James, was mm-hmm. we created uh, this really innovative uh, keypad as well. It's called uh, a Pin Genie uh, technology um, is the kind of the, the name that we have for it. But I mentioned privacy earlier, but uh, a lot of it it's uh, around this patented uh, keypad. But basically, users will never have to worry about uh, kind of an unwanted guest uh, stealing their access code because uh, other other smart locks they have kind of traditional keypads. Um, in Pinjini, what it does, it helps it so, um, you know, kind of onlookers can't memorize your pattern for the code that's entered uh, because every time that you use our keypad, it rotates um, so that the, the kind of the numbers are in a different position. So if even, again, someone's overwatching, there's really uh, makes it virtually impossible for them to steal your code. But, uh, but again, that, that's one of our, our kind of core features that's patented that really, again, focuses on privacy uh, from a consumer standpoint. Yeah, I really appreciate the Pinjini. Uh, and I... I'm going to try to describe it for listeners and we'll have uh, links in the show notes where you can like see pictures of it. I'll, I'll probably even have a picture with the podcast, but there's basically four circles uh, set up on the touchpad and each circle has three numbers within it and you press the buttons with the numbers for your code in it and those those circles and the numbers inside them like change each time the touchpad comes up. Am I am I describing it clearly? Do you think? Yeah, that that's much... a great way to great way to solve it. Uh, yeah, de- definitely. It's uh, and to clarify too. It's uh, your your code can stay the same. It's always your code, right. but the numbers sort of shuffle around so that onlookers, even someone that's taking a video, they, there's really you know it makes it impossible for them to steal your code. And and that's kind of a big deal because. Oftentimes, if that's your code to your front door, it might be your ATM code. It might be a code to, you know, your banking website or something. So it's uh, it's not just your your code to your front door. It's your your code to your life. But that that's a uh, been a big feature for us. The Pinjini uh, keypad's been a great uh, great uh, solution for privacy. And that that brings me to my next question. I was so I was at the store the other day and I'm buying something with my debit card and the next person in line's like right up on top of me. Uh, as I'm punching in the code, like she was, it looked a lot like she was staring at what my coat, what my pin was. Maybe she was just, I don't know, idly staring off into space, but it felt uncomfortable. And I just thought this debit card reader needs to have the pin genie. Every debit card reader in the world should have it. Um, and so I was wondering, does Lockley have plans to take over the world? <laughs> well, uh, I don't think so yet, but uh, but yeah, we're happy to to drive solutions to to help uh, down that path. Uh, but but actually, we, we see likely uh, keypads being a great you know solution for safes or ATMs or for other devices. Um, ironically enough, the 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 Lockley sort of experience started with an app. Even we have a an app that's available on um, you know uh, the Android store, but uh, people can actually download it so they can use the Lockley sort of. Uh, uh, keypad uh, pin, you know, technology for their unlock screen on their phone, uh, which is really cool. Because even on your phone, it's set, like if you actually still, you know, key in your code, kind of same thing. If you're at a at a you know Starbucks or something, it's easy for someone to look over your shoulder, and all of a sudden they have access to your phone and everything that's on it. Uh, but yeah, great question. But uh, we want to support the world and not take over. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the name of that app? 
Uh, it's called Pin Genie. Okay, it's just cool, the Pin Genie app. Yep. And, uh, but, but seriously, have you uh, been in talks with any other industries about um, them using the Pin Genie technology, or is it mainly just uh, smart locks right now and potentially safes? Uh, yeah, we've been in talks. Uh, we've uh, we see a lot of applications for it, even things like down the uh, like even you know delivery side. Uh, but yeah, I, I think there's a lot of uh, kind of uh, you know tangent industries that would be great to leverage the, the technology because uh, you know anywhere someone's keying in a keypad code, it's you're sort of vulnerable. Um, like uh, you, you see it even in movies like like that. The most recent Jurassic Park, there was the, the scene where the granddaughter was kind of looking on and watching the, the code for the keypad and all of a sudden she had access down to the the secret lab you know so it's a it's it's a real issue in, in movies for sure but uh but yeah to your point james there's a lot of uh other industries that could leverage the technology to uh you know keep everyone's codes uh, private and safe and maybe the hollywood industry will be fighting against you guys because that will remove a potential plot point <laughs> yeah exactly yeah we'll uh, <laughs> remove the drama right 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 exactly. yeah but, <laughs> Yeah, but but yeah, again, it's a great question. I think there's a, a lot of applications that that uh, you know that the, the keybat would, would would be great for. Cool. So, what were some troubles uh, Lockley had bringing the secure uh, smart locks to market? You know, yeah, it's a good question. Um, overall, uh, with any sort of startup and in, in technology. Um, there's always uh, some things that can, you know, cause some delays, and we had a, a few delays here and there. So I, I think that's uh, that's uh, you know one thing. And then uh, you know right now, we're, as I mentioned earlier, we're still you know midstream launching with with uh, retail as well. So that that just is uh, kind of takes time to get uh, get kind of retail placement uh, over over kind of uh, the launch period. So uh, but yeah, I'd say just uh, normal sort of startup uh, you know technology things with some minor delays was was really all that we saw. Okay. Huh. Uh, you mentioned earlier that uh, Lockley has a parent company. Um, I, I guess I didn't realize that. Who, who is the parent company? Yeah, sure. The, the parent company is called SmartTech, and it's a large uh, OEM factory or um, multiple factories in, uh, based out of Hong Kong with multiple factories in China and other, uh, some other countries as well. But um, we actually uh, already, uh, it's called OEM Manufacturing, but we, we basically build products for a lot of other large brands that people would see at, uh, you know, in the U S and international markets as well. But uh, a lot of the focus for the factory has been again around the, uh, kind of, you know, home security, personal security, uh, you know, business security, but it's always kind of been in that smart security space. And that's why, uh, uh, once we started finding these, uh, you know, unique and kind of patented features that we could offer, we, uh, decided to, to launch Lockley as our own brand. Okay. In, Lastly, what's next for Lockley? What what do you guys have in co have coming down the pipe? Yeah, you know, um, I actually wanted to. Uh, yeah, that's a great question, and appreciate that. I wanted to uh, uh, kind of you know give you a, a peek in the future as well. But we've got uh, some other things on our roadmap as well that are coming that uh, will be very interesting because uh, uh, really Lockley, we're not just really a, a, a lock company per se. We're really more of a property technology company. And what that means is that we're we're looking at all sorts of uh, solutions across property and, and home and you know consumer and business as well. But we've got some future products coming, such as uh, some padlocks that are smart and have a lot of our same features as well. Um, the padlocks, uh, you know, they'll have the same sort of keypads. Uh, they'll have fingerprint as well, which is really cool. 
and uh, you know super fast. Uh, but the other thing is they'll be smart, so they'll be compatible with all of our our devices. Um, and actually, one feature I, I mentioned before that's on our current locks as well. We have this other patented thing called um, offline access code, which is really really cool because what it does it lets you send codes to uh, remotely access the lock really anywhere throughout the world and you can be completely off the grid uh, so in other words you can send these codes to the North Pole maybe it's a Caribbean island um, and then you, you basically with our patented uh, options you can just uh, really sort of uh, create this code send it to someone and they can have immediate access to, to the the lock, which it kind of blows your mind. You're like, well, wait, how is that even possible if you're yeah. not <laughs> connected on Wi-Fi, et cetera? But, but yeah, it's another one of our, our cool patents that makes it great for you know Airbnb and other people that may not have Wi-Fi, uh, or maybe even after a storm or a hurricane, if your if your power goes down and you don't have Wi-Fi, you know, other smart locks all of a sudden they're out of business. But not with Lockly, we've got this uh, again offline access code that you can send uh, these codes uh, really throughout the world to uh, you know let it uh, let it uh, still work. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's sort of uh, the way it just works in, in a nutshell is that uh, basically when you first install the lock, it pre-authorizes these encrypted codes that uh, now like my phone's the only device in the world that can kind of unleash the code. Uh, so sort of, mm. it's sort of like a bank token process where it'll uh, it, like kind of uh, release the code. And then with that code, you still can uh, like do a duration for like a weekly stay for an Airbnb and have it the code sort of activate and then shut off automatically whenever you pick you know at a later date so yeah again it kind of uh you know blows your mind uh but where i was going with all that james is that down our roadmap back to the the padlock side um that feature even like the offline access code uh that will be even on the padlock which we think is really cool because oftentimes those might be outside or be you know at, at some sort of you know storage unit where you don't have wi-fi uh so that's why we think uh again we're going to leverage that technology to create other solutions like the padlock as well wow well, that that sounds really interesting. I'm I'm excited to see how that works. Uh, now we're gonna move into uh, the questions that we get from the followers of the Brains Report, called the Brainiacs. Uh, the first question comes from Mike McClure, who asks: Once a lock is identified as a smart lock, intruders are likely to use Bluetooth brute force attacks. How is Lockley fighting this? Yeah, that's a great question that Mike had. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really uh, yeah quite uh, you know quite the industry problem, if you will. Um, a lot of I think companies have been a little I'd say sort of uh, lacking in sort of focus on it. But with with our company and again our heritage of of you know 20 plus years of of security, uh, we fight this on uh, kind of multiple levels. Uh, first of all, all of our locks have full military grade encryption. It's uh, AES 128-bit encryption, which is the you know, highest military grade uh, that, that we can use. But on top of that, we actually uh, implemented some other proprietary uh, protocols that layer on top of that, um, that uh, create, for example, like a unique private key uh, that kind of makes a random pattern. Uh, and then we have uh, other additional proprietary measures on top of that. Um, so even with Bluetooth, it makes it, uh, you know, much more secure. But overall, we're, we're uh, yeah, seeing very much on top of it and focused on uh, really trying to stay, you know, one step ahead of, uh, of all these uh, hackers that are out there. It sounds greatly. I, I figured Lockley was on top of it, uh, just based on my experience with the company. Uh, the next question comes from Morgan Porzolt Graves, who asks, what happens if the battery dies? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we have uh, a kind of a unique setup where our, our locks, uh, 
they actually use regular just double a you know alkaline batteries which is uh okay great that's that's super but uh, we actually see that as an advantage we have a another patent that we have that uh, gives us roughly one year battery life uh using those regular batteries uh some other locks in the marketplace are proprietary batteries for lithium ion where you you need backups and charging and you know we, we just feel like that's not a very you know good experience but yeah basically we have uh up to one year battery life um our, our app and our smart functions uh always give you readings for kind of where the battery level would be and also the lock itself will give you warnings if the batteries are getting low but another feature too is we have um, a unique feature on all of our locks where we have a small terminal on the front of each lock where if you happen to forget or maybe you're, you're not at your cottage for you know six months and you have to you know you forgot to change the batteries the front of the locks have these little two terminals where you can hold up a small nine volt regular battery and temporarily power the device uh, so that you still can get uh, you know get in so Great question, uh, but yeah, we, we've uh, we've provided a few uh, options for people to still have access, even if the batteries go dead. You know, what, one other sort of note too, sorry to jump back in, is uh, mm-hmm. all of our locks, including our latch, like you have, James. Um, we we also include, you know, a high grade uh, lock mechanism. So there's also the key backup as well if people, uh, you know, uh, don't have that option because other uh, other mar- locks in the market, uh, some actually don't have keys, and we see that as a uh, a problem in some circumstances. Cool. Uh- just a, a logistical, uh, from a logistical standpoint, I'm wondering, with the nine volt backup, uh, do you? Uh, I guess I could see like someone maybe who lives in the middle of nowhere and their their lock stops working. Uh, would you recommend that they have just like a nine volt battery somewhere hidden outside of their home or? I'm trying to think of the the logistics of how that'd work. I think if it were to happen to me, I would probably uh, well, I'd go through another door. But if that weren't an, an option, I'd probably have to drive down to the gas station and buy a nine volt battery. Um, are do you guys have any other recommendations for for how to be prepared? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, again, with our our keys uh, is a you know always a backup as well. Sure. Um, right. What I do in my case is I um, I have a separate sort of lockbox uh, that's that's hidden uh, outside my house, so I've got a, a backup key as well if I need to get at that. So I've got a uh, sort of way to, to use that as a backup key. But uh, but yeah, I, I suppose uh, people could always you know uh, leave a nine volt battery out as well. But um, you know ideally it it hopefully doesn't happen because again the app and uh, the lock itself will, you know, keep giving you warnings and kind of battery percentages, so you can, uh, you know, kind of see that coming and hopefully, uh, you know, do it beforehand. But again, in my case, I, I just sort of, uh, I stash a, a, a key as a backup uh, elsewhere. Yeah, it's it's pretty low on my list of worries in life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's get to the section of the show called Five Quick Questions. Uh, I will ask you five questions I ask all of my guests and um, feel free to give me a long-winded answer or a short one uh, whatever you feel like doing Uh, the first question first question is at what time of day do you do your best work Uh, I'd say morning I I love to get rolling on the day there's always so much happening so I I would definitely say morning cool question two what what habit do you have that you think improves your life the most you know, one habit I have is I, I like to help others. Um, so I'm sort of that uh, that guy that people call if they're if they can't hook up their TV or they're having car troubles or even like trouble with their furnace. But I 
I just really enjoy kind of being that guy, if you will. But I, I, I think that's a, a fun habit that I like to do. Does your Best Buy background help you with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you nailed it, right, James? Uh, but yeah, I've, I've uh, kind of always been into technology. Even when I was, uh, you know, my earlier years, I would, uh, you know, build my own computers. Um, you know, I would, uh, you know, be in the latest and greatest tech as well. So yeah, that's why I've kind of always been uh, in, into gadgets and tech. And uh, uh, so yeah, I guess hence that's why people uh, tend to reach out if they have questions. Yeah, I feel like my techiest friends who I go to for help. Uh, have a background of working at Best Buy. It's it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good, good venue for it for sure. Yep. Yeah. Question three: What has been the most effective method for getting the word out about your product? Yeah, I'd say uh, so far we've had a, a ton of great media coverage. Uh, we've had a lot of actually product awards, uh, including the the big CES Innovation Award. Uh, we won an award as well at the Builder Show, but I think a lot of that was really stemming from the great uh, really kind of media coverage that we've had. So I, so just like on your side, James, I think uh, a lot of credit would go to, uh, you know, people like yourself just to kind of, uh, you know, giving uh, giving uh, everyone awareness of, of kind of the cool market of, you know, smart locks and, and about Lockley as well. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, question four, how much TV do you watch in a typical week? Well, yeah, as you can imagine, I have a lot of TVs. I love uh, my big 4K TVs, but um, it's just been busy, and I probably only get to maybe three, maybe five hours a week at most. Um, but I would have to say that that will probably change when uh, Game of Thrones Season 8 comes out, so I'll probably uh, <laughs> up it you know, quite a bit here this spring. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, today was one of the rare times where I did two interviews in one day. And uh, my prior interview, uh, also question four spurred a discussion of Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> again, that's like one of the only things they watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the world is waiting, right? So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, question five: What do you think the world needs more of? I would say, uh, great question. Uh, I think there's a lot of big you know, sort of answers to that. But I, I, I'd go a little smaller and say continued, I'd say advancements in battery technology. Like, uh, to me, it's just sort of a, you know, shame that we have to sort of worry about charging our phones and running out, you know, midday, even cars and that kind of thing. But I, I think, uh, it's pretty interesting to see where the future of, of, you know, battery technology can keep taking us for the, you know, future versions of Tesla or again, all the cool smart devices that we use, but like maybe even, uh, we can get so advanced with batteries that, that, that earlier question, uh, you know, won't really be an issue with uh, if the battery dies, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's a good answer, right? I mean, it could open so many different doors if uh, battery technology was improved. Um, yeah, yeah, even for uh, you know remote locations and you know having Wi-Fi and kind of uh, you know areas that, that don't have it today, it's uh, it all could be battery and all all sort of you know sort of uh, efficient power. So, yeah, anyway, for me, I think there's, there's a lot of uh, benefits the world could see with uh, more advancements in that space. Sounds great. Well, that's those are all the questions I have. Is there anything else you'd like to tell listeners? Yeah, I guess, uh, first of all, thank you uh, very much for having me. Uh, definitely an honor to be here. And uh, definitely like to invite uh, your listeners to, to you know not just take my word for it, but uh, get a first-hand look at Lockley. Uh, again, there's... Uh, uh, products coming out in some of the, the home centers here this spring and uh, obviously there's a lot of great information at Lockley.com, uh, Amazon and some other uh, other uh, venues as well but uh, 
but really overall, thanks again and uh, look forward to uh, chat with you soon. Yeah, it was great talking to you. Thank you so much, Lee, and best of luckily with Lockley. All right, that sounds good. Thanks, James. Appreciate it. Well, I must say that that was a pleasant interview. Uh, now we're going to get into the review of the Lockley Secure Plus uh, along with the Link add-on. Um, let me just pull up my notes here. I, I should be prepared and have the notes up, but I don't. Uh, so, as mentioned in the interview, what makes the Lockley Secure Plus different from everything else out there is the Pin Genie touchscreen uh, for entering in your uh, your code so that uh, criminals can't just be hanging out behind you and and see what what your passcode is. Um, so that in itself is awesome and makes it secure. You also heard that they have military grade encryption, which is another good sign to avoid brute force attacks. Uh, I'm gonna kind of start at the beginning uh, with the installation. Uh, installation of the latch itself. I have the latch, not the deadbolt. Uh, which I like because a lot of my doors don't have deadbolts. Uh, but the installation of the latch uh, took me an hour. Um, and I did run into a couple of hiccups along the way. Uh, there were some a couple of mislabeled parts. Uh, so it said I'm supposed to attach something to uh, the inner handle with a Q instead of P, they, they have all the parts lettered and uh, that was kind of a little bit confusing in the instructions. And I also had to switch the direction the handle face uh, from right hand open to left. And the directions got confusing because they didn't have you switch both handles at the same time. Instead you do the outer first and so I was expecting it to have me switch to the inner, uh, switch the inner at the same time, and it didn't. And so I started scrambling through the instructions, looking for uh, how to to switch the direction, and didn't find it uh, until much later. Um, I I gave up looking, and but then I got to that part in the directions, and it, it was easy. Uh, I skipped installing the door frame plate because it didn't match the lip of my frame and I haven't had any issues with the lock uh, without having that frame. And for some reason I couldn't immediately pair it with my phone. Uh, the Bluetooth pairing kept saying invalid passcode or passkey. But then when I got on the app I was able to... It, it had set me up regardless of this. Um, so yeah, it took me an hour, and a skilled handyman could probably do it in under half an hour. Um, I'm just a slow, unhandyman. Uh, I like when you press the buttons uh, the on the touchscreen. It, it makes a beep, but you can also choose to not have it beep. Uh, the beeping lets me know that my, my button push has been registered, uh, which is, is great. The, I haven't had any problems with the battery at all yet. Um, and there is a warning when the battery is about to die. Uh, I believe it's on the app, and it may also be on the touchscreen. 
And if it does die, like you heard in the interview, you can just stick a 9-volt in it and it will power back up and you can get in your home and not be locked out. You can also, uh, what else did I want to talk about with this? Oh, it has an auto lock feature. Uh, I have it set up so it uh, automatically locks the door after about 30 seconds after I go in. And I found that that works successfully. Um, you can adjust the time until it uh, locks. Uh, that's great because I have a family of people who forget to lock the door behind them. And so before this, we'd regularly just have criminals wandering in the house and, I don't know, taking like our soap and uh, one of our pairs of socks, um, just one of a pair. So you just have one sock and what are you going to do with that? Nothing. You're, just, you're screwed. Uh, the lock can be uh, monitored remotely. Uh, there, there's an app that's very user-friendly. Uh, the problem is, is you have to be within Bluetooth range, except uh, they recently, Lockley recently released the link that makes the the Secure Plus, uh, it turns into Secure Pro, which makes it uh, Wi-Fi enabled. Uh, the link is basically this thing that plugs into your wall and it uh, sends a signal it kind of makes it so that the lock can talk to your router and so it's uh, Wi-Fi connected. Uh, it's it's kind of interesting how it works. I, I actually just installed it moments before hopping on here to record this because I wanted to be able to speak to it. Um, it took to install the, the link and connect it and also install a door um, sensor, which I'll talk about as well. The whole thing took me about 20 minutes. Uh, they included a firmware update of the smart lock. Um, and it was, the whole thing went without a hiccup. Um, it, it was very easy to install. Uh, so the, the link plugs into your wall socket and it needs to be within 10 feet of your smart lock, which I think I was kind of pushing the borders of because uh, the closest. Uh, outlet that we aren't using um, was is right at 10 feet, and, but that seemed to work work fine. Um, the the link Wi-Fi link comes with this door sensor that you install on your door frame, and it lets you know when the door is open or closed. Uh, the it's weird because my door frame uh, is we have an old house, and the door frame is kind of weird. Um, and so the sensors have to be within three quarters of an inch of each other. And that was another thing where I was pushing the limits, but I, I think I got to, to work correctly. Once everything was installed, I wanted to test it. So I have a smart light switch that's Alexa enabled. Uh, the, the link makes the smart lock Alexa enabled. So I talked to my light switch and said, Alexa, unlock Lockley. And uh, she did it. I, you do have to set up a, a confirmation code for when you want to do magic stuff like that. Um, but that was easy enough to set up. So I tell Alexa, unlock Lockley. And then Alexa's like, yo, what what your code? And um, Alexa gets this weird accent 
that you can't really place. Um, but I told her and, um, bam, it worked. And then I locked it back up again. Um, with the, the setup, um, I can now get notifications when there's entry into, uh, my house or exiting. Um, I feel like that would drive me nuts. Uh, maybe if I go on vacation, I'll set that up. But um, for the time being, I'm, I'm not going to. It could be helpful for certain situations for vacation spots or, or maybe your storage place that's nowhere near where you are and you want to know if someone's breaking in. Um, so yeah, it, it integrates with uh, other smart devices. It's, it, it's part of a comprehensive smart home. So overall, I would definitely recommend the Lockley Secure Plus. It's, we have, I've tested five smart locks now. We have three in our house and the Lockley Secure Plus is my favorite. Um, it's the favorite among my family as well. Uh, it seems to always work as advertised. I love the fingerprint because I can, it has a fingerprint sensor so I can just set up to register my fingerprint and I can immediately just waltz right in. Um, I prefer to waltz when entering a home. And with the link, I, I would strongly recommend getting the link with it. Uh, go with the, that. I believe that makes it, um, I don't want to conjecture here, but just get with the link, make it Wi-Fi enabled. And that way you can track things when you're away from home. Um, I think that's about all I want to cover. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, please visit the show notes at brainsreportpodcast.com for links to everything we talked about this episode. And if you like this episode, please share it with your besties. Uh, if you, if you want to reach me for any reason, send an email to brainsreport at gmail.com. Take care.